Thank you to our four sponsors for supporting our podcast. Johnny Russell's Art Caterers and Milktown Pies, Alexander Grace Law, Jez and Lisa's Spoonful of Sweets and SPE Furnishings. Links to their websites are available in the show notes and on our website. Don't forget to subscribe to get all the latest episodes as soon as they're released. Hello everyone, welcome to the Housecast, this special edition um, from Lower House Cricket Club's official uh, podcast, the Housecast from the Worsley Cup Final 2021, which was played yesterday. We're going to discuss it in detail, not dis- not talk about anything else that's gone on over the club um, over the last few weeks since we did our last podcast. This is just about the Worsley Cup, so... There's four of us on this today that we're going to talk it through. We've no special guests. We've just got the special hosts. So with us uh, this evening, we've got Joe Beneducci. How are you going, Joe? Are you hungover or uh, are you not too bad? I was a bit delicate this morning, but I'm fine now. Fine. All good now. Right. You're still buzzing? Yeah, definitely. Great day. Yes. Yeah. Get into yeah. it. But yeah, brilliant, yeah. brilliant day. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Then to represent the players, uh, we've got young Joe Martin, who's going to contribute to what what that was like on the build-up to it and also playing in the Worsley Cup final. Hiya, Joe, you OK? I'm very well, thank you, Jess. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you, yeah. It was very pleasant. We had some good catch-ups last night, didn't we, me and you? you were, uh... Absolutely did. And I sat yeah. with you for a good proportion of the game before I had to start doing my laps. That's right, you did. You did a few laps and... Uh... It was good to catch up with you. How are you today? Are you, are you still up there, or are you? Uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, really good. Good stuff. Good stuff. And then we've got our other co-host on from down in the south coast. We've got Gary Morehouse, who's going to talk through his side of the Worsley Cup final, following it all on social media and YouTube, etc. Hey, Gary, how are you going on? Hey, Jez. Hey, boys. Yeah, great. Thanks. Um, Sorry, I miss, uh, missed out on the, uh, the last recording. Uh, a lot of family down uh, visiting now. They can, everyone can move around the country. So, uh, um, But, yeah, good, great to join you tonight after a, a good day's entertainment uh, yesterday. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thanks, Gary. Thanks for coming on. And, uh, yeah, it's good for everyone. We're getting things into back into a little bit of normality, uh, which the club can, uh, can back after it were bouncing last night. So what we're going to do here is just talk about the build-up to the cup final, a little bit of a back-to-front, old-fashioned BBC FA Cup final. We're going to have a look at the, the, the seven days prior to the final, how things were going for the, the players, the training. For those who weren't aware and are listening to this podcast, we were made aware probably after the semi-final win that Stephen Parry was highly unlikely to be available to play in this game. Um, I think Joe Beneducci is probably best place to explain why that was and then the procedures from there into looking for a, a professional. Dooch, just give us a bit of background. As, you know, the first 11, I don't know what your official title is. What are you, a mentor? I, or, I don't think I've got an official title. Just do whatever. Yeah. Whatever gets Do whatever. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot probably pizza delivery man or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. I think, I yeah. man. 
honest, yeah, something like yeah. that. But you do a fantastic Gelato. job in <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you do a fantastic job in supporting Ben, you know, and Matt from the second team. And you are in there with all the decisions and you know, some are great decisions, you know, great decisions to make, should I say. And others are very, very difficult. So just just explain what it was like from the, the semi-final on the build-up to the, the professional and, and what why Stephen couldn't play. So Stephen, we knew we knew all along that he would miss games and we knew that the Wesley Cup final would be one of them because he had coaches in the hundred for the Manchester Original women's team. Um, yeah. when they play, he obviously has to be with them and and the Sunday was one of their fixture days. So we knew all along that he wasn't that he wasn't going to be around. But obviously you can't sign or not sign a professional on the basis that he might not be able to play in the Wesley Cup final because we've only been in four in our entire history. So I think it'd <laughs> be foolish if we if we said no, we're not going to sign the pro because he can't play on that day. Um yeah. once you get there, then then you start looking at uh looking at what your options are. Um, right. came across uh Ruhan through Frankie and Orbis Pinar, who was a pro that we signed in 2019, yeah. never, that never made it. He, he'd spent some time in Ireland. He recommended this guy. Um, he could only come over on Saturday night because he was playing for his own club on, on Saturday in Ireland. But when from the minute we contacted him, he was mad keen to play. He didn't want to know how much we were offering him. He said he'd do it. Um, and we'll sort the money out later. Um, and he, <laughs> he was mad keen straight away. He, he wasn't he wasn't fussed about anything. He wanted to know all about our side, all about the opposition, what competition it was, what the ground we were playing on was like. He, he, he clearly was, you know, switched on from from the minute that we engaged him. Really, it was it was good to see. Right. And that's and that and that is was that all sorted with you know plenty of. Days in advance, and you can no. all chill your boots. So, no. just what what happened on the build-up then to the game, and how you know how we did finally sign for us. So the, the the conversations with him were only started on the Monday before the before the final. All right, okay. Because we put feelers out with agents and things like that. They gave us a few options. Um, Aaron Lilly, I think, was was one of the was one of the first options that that, that came up. Um, but we carried on looking to see what, what other what other available uh, available players we we could get. So I think it, I think it was Tuesday morning uh, when when we got confirmation that, that Ruan could do it and uh, we could make it work in terms of the timings of the flights and everything like that. Right. So that was that was Tuesday. Um, we had a league game on Saturday. Obviously, we were looking for a professional for that game. That got much later on in the week. Um, we got Peter Trigo, uh, yeah, yeah, the former Somerset pro. Yeah. Um, Thursday we tied that up, and he said on Thursday that not only was he available for the league game on Saturday, but he would also like to do the Sunday as well. Right, right. Um, so we had a little bit of a wobble, in all in all honesty. You know, we don't know anything right. about Pretorius other than. Um, a recommendation from Orbis via Frankie. Peter Trigo is obviously a, a known name. Um, Does his wife's family live in Paddyham? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's well known. So he's well known to everybody who knows county cricket. Uh, so we did. We did have. A, even though we confirmed to Ruan and we paid for his flights, 
we did have a little wobble in terms of should we should we stick with Ruan or should we go with uh, Tree? Right. So Thursday, uh, Wednesday night, Thursday, we we did have uh, some conversation, right. decision to make, and thankfully we decided that we would stick with Ruan. Yeah, but that's all well and good, Dutch. We thankfully because of the result and the way he actually played. Um, but you you know you talk, and I'm just throwing this out there. And I'm sure you've had this conversation with, you know, clearly the first team captain and I'm sure the MD and others, you know, an established county cricketer that's played for donkey's years and knows the game inside out, that could have gone belly up, couldn't it? It could have done. And I don't think we'd have probably been forthcoming with that story if it would have gone belly up. Probably right, right. right. Um, but yeah, it could have been. It could have done. And, you know, there would have, there's, a, there's obviously logic there for picking Trigo for a cup final. Yeah. It's the yeah. kind of player that would relish a, a big game. Uh, yeah. Very aggressive batsman, good bowler. He, he, you know, that might have been something that, that you know, who knows, Jez, it might have worked. We might have signed Trigo. Yeah. Yeah. Done just yeah. as well, if not better than Ruan, but it's hard to yeah. say that, uh, he would have come up with what, what Ruan was able to do. Yeah, absolutely. And we could talk, us four could chat it through for ages and come up with various options and opinions about it and mm-hmm. You know, which are all all very va- very valid, but again, it's down to the the decisions of the likes of yourself and and Matt Stanley and Ben and maybe some of the other players. Joe Martin, were you aware of this was going on midweek or not? I have no idea. No, it's just <laughs> it, it, Joe. No one picks up shaking your head on a podcast. We got through the vibrations. Uh, no, I had no idea, Jess. Um, no, no, probably for the best. Well, oh, well, I don't, I don't need to be involved in those kind of conversations. In those kind of things. No, well, without going out off, a big, you know, it was no result on the Saturday. We're not bothered about talking about anything else around the, the cricket other than the cup final. Three go, good lad, on the Saturday? Yeah, great. Brilliant. Yeah. Really. Yeah, good. Um, good. Yeah, really good. I think he uh, yeah. had a bit of an experience with sharing a dressing room in the rain with Johnny White <laughs> and Fork and Fork for two or three hours. Right. Yeah, something he'll remember. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. if he, when he goes back to his Nottinghamshire uh, changing room, that'll be... Yeah. Yeah, we're telling a few stories. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, so that, that's a good insight, that, Dooch, you know, so people understand the difficulties that do go on in... in in identifying the sub-professional. So there was also then, you know, a bit of an unfortunate, I think is the best way of describing it, problem in that Toxie is carrying a bit of an injury. And, and is it, am I right in saying, Joe Martin, he's carried it for a couple of weeks? I think he's, I think he's carried it since Walsden semi-final, I think. Right, okay. I don't know if that, I might have got my timing fixed up there, but... I remember him diving for a ball and he stayed down a little bit. And I think he right. maybe overstretched his right arm and right. okay. really struggling yeah. or anything like yeah. that. And obviously we've lost our pro, which, you know, who has got us to this this final, you know, because he knows the players and we owe him a you know a fantastic amount for getting us there, Stephen Parry. Um, but we've got a sub pro who's in. Talk to, you know, fantastic death bowler. Um, you know, he is one of the best bowlers of that sort of pace in the league. He can tie people up, so it was a bit of a blow that 
Gooch, what was the, how did that come around? And, and was that a shock or were you as, let's say, selectors between the two or three of you who were in that role, were you aware that that was going to be a problem and how did it come to a conclusion that he wasn't fit? We knew he was potentially going to be injured and we'd arranged to have a, a couple of fitness tests with him during the week. Um, okay. Because he, he didn't look great in the in the last in the last game, um, and he and he, he volunteered that he was struggling with his shoulder. He, he was having treatment on it uh, in uh, last weekend and in the run up to the fitness test midweek. The fitness test was arranged for Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. Rang me Wednesday morning to say he couldn't really do Wednesday. He wanted to give it another day. So right. kind of at that stage, you're thinking. He's been carrying injured for a month. Another day, yeah. probably not going to make, make much of a difference, really, if he can't do it today. No. Um, so Thursday, he, he went to the club. And obviously, he's desperate to play, as you can imagine. He, yeah. he wants yeah. to get there. So he, he's been for a treatment on Wednesday. Um, Thursday, he gets to the club. Um, did a few bits and bobs of warm-ups. And then he bowled in front of Ben and Blaise to Joe. And yeah. I, I think he only got through two balls. Yeah. Um, what a shame. What a shame yeah. for the lad. Yeah, it was a shame. And, you know, but to be fair to him, he was there carrying the drinks all day yesterday. You know, yeah. He's a great guy. He's great to be. Yeah. He's a great lad to have around the place. If you ever watch a first team game and we're fielding, he's the voice that you hear above everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he's super positive. And like you say, he's a fantastic ball. He's done great for us. So, I yeah. A bit last night. I think this is probably going to be it for his season. Um, yeah. Might try and play a few games in the seconds as a batsman if he if he if he eases up a bit. But I don't think yeah. he's in bowling now for the yeah. few weeks. So hopefully he comes yeah. back. Yeah. Just exactly. A- yeah. Exactly. Because he, like you said, he and he's batting. You know, he, he's more than capable of getting some runs for us. You know, and he has done batting down at whether it's down ten or eleven. So. I mean, that's gutting for the lad, but as you say, he was there, he came back to the club last night, you know, he's a proper through and through lower house, so, you know, unlucky there, Toxie, you know, but hopefully you'll be there for, for the future ones and uh, and you can win, win some more more medals with us uh, in the future. Would you agree with that, Joe Martin? I mean, you've, you've kept to him, you stand up to him all the time, he, you know, we can't, I don't think we can sing his praises as high as, you know, as high as we can. No, absolutely. He's a, he's a brilliant bowler and he's great for the team. Yeah. Uh, he's very he's very good to have around the dressing room. As Duke said, he's very positive. And yeah. he just wants he just wants us to do well. And, and it was brilliant. Yeah. He was there all day yesterday, making sure yeah. that we were all right and yeah. getting Fantastic. drinks for us if we wanted. And if you yeah. if you watch the live if you watch the live stream video, when we yeah. take that wicket, you can see him running on. He's the first one to run on. Right, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Corner, which brilliant. Yeah. Good lad, Toxie. Good lad. So then, I'm guessing at that stage, Duke, you know, we have a good squad of 15 or 16 players. Quite a few are really young lads who were, who were managing, um, you know, to get good performance in the second and just coming in the first every now and again. Was there any difficult decisions to be made or did the, the first 11 pick itself then? Yeah, there were probably 12 in the frame. Jazz, including okay. Toxie, in all honesty. Yeah. Uh, right. So, so if Toxie, if Toxie would have been fit, he, he would have played because obviously yeah. all the options in in a cup final. So that would have meant one of the eleven that that played would have missed. 
Um, yeah. That's the way it works. That's the way it goes, isn't it, sometimes? Of course it does. And the added complication, and I know a lot of the Lower House fans understand the rules, and, uh, and but in, the, in a cup game, you've got to have five bowlers, and, you know, at, at least five bowlers. You can only bowl ten. Um, Ben's had his couple of injury problems this year. I think Blaise and Charlie's days of bowling half a dozen overs or so are, are quite in the past. So it, it was a big call out to go in with just five recognised bowlers. But, you know, I guess we can go into that, how that, how that panned out um, as we talk about the game. So, Joe Martin, on the build-up to it, the you know, you're looking at the, the Thursday. Did you train Thursday as a squad? Yeah, we trained Thursday as a squad. Uh, yeah. How did that go? It was good. It was fine. We, we all did what we wanted to do. Um, wasn't massively structured. We were all quite old now. So, we sort of know what we need to do for our own game. Uh, yeah. Porky drove back from Hull to train and then drove back to Hull. Then drove back to Hull. Didn't he? All right. Good luck. So we had a ball, so that was good. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so it was good. It was good. It was nice. Yeah. And we took a few catches. It was really relaxed. Yeah. And good. It was good. Good. So the build up to the actual game, you know, you play the Saturday, that's washed out. The Sunday, did you meet before um, travelling to Clitheroe? Tell us what happened on the build up for the players, please, Joe. So, I think the pro came Saturday night, stayed with Francois. Then we all met on Sunday morning at JJ's diner for breakfast. Hang on a minute. Uh, the pro came Saturday night and stopped with Francois. Yes, I think that's true. What on earth went on there? Uh, you drop him off till quarter past 12, so there was no room really, no time for any uh, for Frank Tom to, Fooler, to <laughs> drag him out anywhere. So, right, right, brilliant. So you've got to, so you've met for breakfast. Yeah, met for breakfast. There were yeah. some large breakfasts that were had by right. some of the players, uh, which was interesting. I'm sure that's how kind of elite athletes do it. What did you have, Joe? Uh, I had a yogurt at about seven o'clock, and then I had a I had a sausage sandwich with brown sauce. <laughs> well, that's not very. Like an athlete, I thought you were going to say muesli and a banana or something. No, I didn't think it'd be socially acceptable for me to ask for those things uh, if I went into there. Excuse me, can I have a banana? Whilst everyone's having like a massive full English with extra bacon and some black pudding. Little, good effort. Weed, That's a some good... little weedy kid in the corner having some muesli. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love yogurt. that for the... Uh... The pre the pre game uh, meal. So you've had uh, and then have you have you gone up in cars or anything or has there anything? So then we went to the so then we went to the club for a little yeah. bit. There were some fans there. We had we didn't do a great deal. I don't think some players went over yeah. in a minibus. Yeah. Uh, I drove over. Tokti drove right. over with some bags. I drove over uh, with. Why? Why did you bus with the rest of the players? Because and there is actually a reason for this. There wasn't enough room to take all the bags in the minibus. So you could be, you know, sorry, you could either put all, you could put the bags <laughs> in the minibus and I'd have driven over, or we could have left our bags here and I could have gone in the minibus. So I just took the decision to 
to drive over, which I'll be honest with you, didn't take me a long time to decide because it means that I can dictate when I leave places. <laughs> which That's brilliant. Earlier than everyone. Can, can, I don't know, Gary, very quickly, and I don't want to interrupt this episode, we've had a similar story at Laura House right, going on a jolly, didn't we, somewhere? And someone had to drive and take all the bags. Can anyone remember it? <laughs> That must have been the uh, uh, Mr Ian Sheridan, by any chance. It was, yeah. Driving to Newcastle when Stan dressed up as a a minibus driver and there was no space on the coach. So everyone put the bags in Shedder's car and he drove on his own and no one would go in with him. That was was brilliant. So just like your uncle there, uh, young girl. I had a companion in Finchley. That was fine. Right, no, that's good. So you've got there. You got there nice and early. Warm ups. How's that? Is things getting a bit um, a bit nervous now, and the adrenaline starting to go? I think I think people were nervous, but right. I think we've also the large proportion. I think eight of that team. I think eight of that team have played in at least three Worsley Cup finals before. So all right. Yeah, I never thought of that, yeah, because there would be some experience there, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, from a kind of personal point of view, the first panel, and, and Jess and I talked about it at the time, I get very nervous, and I have some very vivid dreams, very vivid dreams about stuff that could go wrong and whatever, but this time I was fine. You didn't dream? I didn't dream, I didn't dream. Right. So, yeah, right. so that was, well, that was all right. That's a good sign. So the ground looked great. You know, at this point, I'd like to, you know, when I, I me and Joe got there and, and, and a few others, the ground looked fantastic. It was really set up great with the marquees. Everything was organised. Lowrise fans had their own area, which was a massive, um, the biggest grass area at the back. It was like being in the old long side. So were there many people there when you got there, Joe? Uh, it, uh, the buses had just arrived when I had started to put the warming up gear up. Right. Uh, so it started to fill out a little bit then. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was yeah, it was good. You could see them excited and ready. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was good to actually warm up in front of them. Actually, it was. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, yeah, kicking ball into the fans. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> so. So we've lost the toss and we are um, asked to bat. Yeah, we'd have batted if we'd have won the toss. Yeah, I thought so. Really? Yeah. Right. And it said, it said it, it's not a bad toss to lose, but right. um, if, we'd, if we'd have won the toss, we'd have batted. Right, that's really interesting. And then was there any reason for that? Because I... If there was, I, 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 it didn't tell me. Right, so, you don't ask, uh, ask you that. No, not really. I'm not. Right, I, okay. I, I'm not in the. I'm not in the think tank. Right, I see. So they've. Uh, so we've, you know, opened. You know, we our normal openers are opening with yourself and Ben. Uh, how did yeah. that feel, Joe, coming out in front of everyone? I mean, I'm not sure what the crowd was. Does anyone know the exact number? No idea. Or thereabouts. Fifteen hundred, do we think, Duke? I'd say that's a fair guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's busy. There's a lot there. It's quite noisy. Uh, some nerves going on then when you're going out, Joe. Do you know? Not really. The last cup final I played in 2018. It was. 
it wasn't as hostile an environment as that was. Um, right. So, and, and I think actually when you go out to bat, you're actually in control of what you, of, of most things. Whereas when you're watching, you, yeah. you know, you, you, you do get nervous. Whereas when you're batting, you know, you're just trying to, you're just trying to score runs, aren't you, more than anything. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was, but no, it was fine. And I think we got off to a pretty good start as well. That was always a, that was a benefit. Yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, I think, you know, you looked in good nick and then, uh, you know, and then unfortunately got out and Johnny came in and Ben and Johnny put on a considerable amount. Have you got the, the scorecard there in front of you, Duke? I have, yeah. They came together at 25 for one and they put 123 on. Right. So that is, you know, I'm sure... You know, other you know, everyone was thinking, right, this is good. Where do we need to be? You know, we've got a very strong batting lineup. How's this going to pan out? Where should we accelerate? Who should go? Who should stop? You know, and, and bat around. Are, are you you're watching this, Gary? At this stage, are you? Are you watching this on YouTube? Can you just describe that to us? Yeah, I think. Um, firstly, I think what was um, noticeably different on the because I watched the T Twenty when we were over there. Yeah, and I think was it a bit of the league game, or maybe it was not not a Lawrence game. Maybe it was another 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 game. Um, and the the cameras, I think they did a couple of extra cameras, um, right. and so they, they they showed some sort of long shots and side views, and there were there was some some like quite decent close up um, angles as well. So that like made it made it for interesting viewing than before. Because again, if it's going to be seven hours and it's just one sort of camera shot, then you know, best will in the world, the Wesley Cup final, it, it might get a bit a, a bit monotonous. But actually, that made it quite yeah. interesting. So fair play to them there. You know, I think that, that that bit of it, in terms of the the pictures and stuff, you got to see more at ground. And if there were shots played and and everything else, you, you got an appreciation of where it feels was set. So so fair play to them on that. But yeah, um, pitched in about then, and um, like I say, I'd, I'd, I'd sort of. Um, clocked off during one at rain breaks and then wasn't too sure when that were going to come back on. So there's something else. But um, but then that looked to be um, a good partnership building there. And I thought, yeah, well in yeah. control, well in control here um, and uh, going good and, and, and literally blinked and looked back at the screen. And so yeah. Ben and John, uh, Johnny, at uh, the same end, sort of like gesticulating with each other. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, the 10-second rewind on YouTube didn't work on that live stream, so I couldn't, I couldn't just sort to, <laughs> like, go back. So I was texting right. Adam saying, what, you know, what happened there, like, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I, I asked you, Joe Martin, see if you'll comment about this, and the way I saw it, it was... It was a two all day long pushing, pushing the fielders, and you know, you if if the fielder hits the stumps or the direct hit, um, from you know from the boundary edge and you run out, then it's a bit of bad luck. But to not go for it, you know, I put it straight on Johnny's toes, and you know, I spoke to him last night about that, so I'm not, I'm not talking out of school. What do you think, Joe Martin? Uh, someone who's been run out a lot. Uh, usually on usually on the usually on the receiving end and sits on the um, fence a lot. Yeah, and I think that I mean you're not going to believe this, but I see merit in both arguments. Uh, whereas, <laughs> where, where I could, it, I, I thought it was a two, absolutely. So I think Ben was perfectly justified in that. 
But I think I also heard Johnny, Johnny shout no as well. So, and then Ben uh, shouted yes. So, it's just one of those things where, as yeah. you know, you carry on playing, it, you know, you yeah. don't have to go for a, like a, I don't know, like you have to have like a double, double call where you, you've both got to line up. So you've both got to say yes, where if it's not a matchup, I mean, it's going to get nasty. Yeah. It's going to lead to more runouts, I think, you know, I see. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like it. What, um, I mean, I, it, it was, I mean, we can, we can laugh about it now and we would laugh about it if we got lost no, you know we're from Lower House we've, we've seen all that sort of thing but clearly you know Ben was extremely annoyed and, and you could almost see Johnny White uh, thinking right you know I've dropped a bollock there or I've been involved in dropping a bollock I've got to stick around now and because our team I think we would I think we would agree is that our, you know Johnny White can go absolutely mental Ben has got the concentration skills that could back all the way through and, and get anything between 90 and, and 120 himself, you know. So he, so once we'd lost we'd lost Ben there, what was Ben like when he got in the dressing rooms, Joe? I don't know, I stopped walking. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to give the fans some insight, Joe. Well, I don't think he was particularly happy. Right. But he was, all, but he was also... Uh, he wasn't in the dressing rooms all that often, all um, that much actually. He went in. I think he got a drink and then came out and took his pads off outside and started having a chat with some of the with some of the players. So uh, good on him. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw that from a distance because yeah, because you, you legged it. Yeah, you went on your chicken room. So then, so Johnny White was thinking right, the pros come in, um, you know. Us spectators were talking about an innings that he'd played, I think, only the week before and midweek in his, the club that he plays for in Ireland where he's got 140 or 60 balls in a, in a T20 game. So, you know, we're thinking, right, this lad can, can really bat and score quickly. This is not doom and gloom like we all think it is because we've lost these two wickets. Happy days, everything will be, be, be fine. And then Johnny plays a little bit of... Um, an uncharacteristic shot, I think. Mm. I think I don't know whether he played it in anger because of the run out, or he, gen- he thought it was a full half volley, but it wasn't there at all. And he's and he's been caught on the boundary edge. I mean, what what's you, what can you remember? Did you see that, Duke? Did you see that happen? I'm watching, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, is that about right? Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. yeah. I did have an agging feeling that after the run out, something like that might happen. Uh, again, said that to Johnny last night, so so not not anything uh, out of school there. Um, but what I, I don't want to talk about the negatives. I want to I want to look at the scorecard, and yeah. look at the partnership that they put on. We were yeah. in the Worsley Cup final batting first. We'd only yeah. lost one wicket going into the 36th over of the game. Yeah, which, yeah. You know yeah. the pros innings obviously is going to grab all the headlines and and rightly so. But yeah. I think that partnership has ultimately won as the final because that, you know, and we've all played in games where you're three and four down at halfway, you do not have the same opportunity no. to accelerate in the same way. The fact that we were one wicket down in the 36 over, I think, yeah, a decent lick. We weren't we weren't going slowly by any means. Yeah. But I think that's yeah. ultimately what's what's decided the final. Yeah, it's a great point that dude. You know, people don't realise losing wickets causes 
causes mayhem. doesn't matter whether you're batting first or batting second. So you're right. We've lost the toss. They put us in. You know, there's rain breaks everywhere as well. I think we came mm. off at least twice, if not three times, when, when they were in. So, you know, you're right. They've put 100, 123 on um, and we've 30 had overs. So there's still plenty to bat. Um, but then what happened after that, I, I find was really quite extraordinary and not in a you know blame way not in the, it just happened and you, you know, it's just something you can you know you know what I'm like about planning we should plan 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 you couldn't plan for that what was that like in the dressing room um, Joe Martin when uh, Francois and, and Paddy are both out for balls well so I was I was sat down when Francois was out right and then I immediately started to get very nervous so right. I started walking around yeah. After doing my laps again. Uh, and then, so I thought, oh, it'll be all right. Paddy's playing very well this year. We'll be all right. And then I heard an appeal. And, yeah. and, I, and then I think, uh, you can't, when you lose, you know, we lost four quick wickets there. I think, yeah. You know, you lost Ben, you lost Johnny, you lost Francois, who's a yeah. fantastic Batter and Paddy the same, yeah. who's a yeah. great player and he's had a good season. But then, but but at the same time, you can never count it out because you've got Charlie and Blaise and Dean and yeah. since you were back in the left, yeah. he's had yeah. you know three Lancashire League hundreds, I think, or something like that, maybe yeah. more. So you can't ever count it out. And Charlie coming in actually was a good thing because it yeah. calmed everything down. Yeah, you know, he saw, yeah. you know the next few overs and then yeah. that sort of led to Bless coming in. Um I think one of the sort of big psychological point was getting to two hundred. Because at the start of the game yeah. we said we'd have been happy with 180. Really? So that's that's what you thought right, the way the wicket was going to play and the that's, way that's what we thought was about par actually on the right. wicket. It was a green greenish wicket. It was a yeah. good wicket, but I think yeah. as we sort of progressed further on we thought yeah we can in right, my kind of doom and gloom, when we were yeah. 158 for five or whatever it was, yeah. I was just hoping that we would get 12 runs and get to one. Yeah, point. no, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's a good point. And you, you mentioned that about losing the four wickets, and you've got a pro that no one knows really who's playing in a league that he doesn't know. He doesn't know the opposition, doesn't know the umpires, which I think adds up to a lot more credit, you know, for him mm-hmm. as as we continue to talk this through. Gary, did you have any figures in mind of what sort of scores we were going to get as you know from the opening partnership and then losing all those wickets? You know, I certainly did. What what was your thoughts? I think um not not to the extent that I thought we would get two fifty. I mean that were yeah. I think I think when, when they're hundred and fifty odd for five were here six or something like that. Um yeah. then then you're thinking, yeah, if you can See up a few, see out a few overs. A lot of experience to come, so I weren't panicking that we were going to be 170 all out. But no. um, but but if you if you think the like Joe was saying, you can get to 200 ish, then yeah. um, then that's fine. But again, difficult. I don't know their bowlers particularly well, so you're, you're looking at, at like who's who's yet to bowl. I think they saved the yeah. pro in there for a few overs. Um, yeah. um, so you so you're not sure about that. But but yeah, again, every confidence with the batting, like say Finchie coming in eleven or whatever. I mean, yeah, um, you know, it almost um, I would say it don't matter that there was a middle order collapse uh, or, or loss of a few wickets there. But 
certainly you was, your tail wasn't starting at eight or nine like we you know we've had teams no. um yeah. in the in the past yeah. like that. So not every yeah. confidence really. Yeah. No, I, I I do agree. They have got good bowlers as well, Gary. I think their bowling lineup similar to ours in the okay. they've got the they've got the depth there, uh, and they have got that six bowler who could do it. What about yourself, Duke? What were your thoughts on uh, before I give mine about potential? You know what we we were thinking we were going to get. Well, we we lost we lost four wickets for six runs, and before yeah. that, and I was thinking, you know, we're going to get we're going to get two fifty, we're going to push for two fifty, and when Ben and Johnny were going, yeah, and the impact of losing four for six, you then think, well, can we get to two hundred? Can we get to ten? Maybe can you know? If yeah. To yeah. from this position, that would yeah. be a good score. And yeah. at the stage when we just lost the fifth wicket, that was kind of where my head was at. Can we yeah. get good stretch to two ten? Yeah, I, well, I'm with you all all day on that, Dukes. Mine was similar figures. You know, I started off two thirty, went to we're not going to get one eighty one ninety year, and then I think it's time now we can talk about Charlie and Blaze. You know, we're going back. Crikey, what, 16 years, 17 years, and these two lads were getting 50s and 80s and winning games in semi-finals and finals. The, the, the innings they both played yesterday, I think, was was as significant. You know, Charlie only faced 12 balls, but he calmed it all down. Clearly, their, our pro was working things out, and it's only at, at the end of the game, I think, what an intelligent cricketer he is, and that, that you know balances with what Duke has mentioned about when he picked him up from the airport, asking questions, wanting to to know how things played. So Charlie only played those 12, 12 balls with him, got eight runs, but you could see him start to build it up, and then Bled comes in, faces nineteen balls, um, you know, and and gets fourteen, and you know and the partnerships are, are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, he, I think well they've only put on. Charlie's and him have only put on 15 or 20 runs, but then between the pro and Blaise, they put on 84 runs. And it was literally the last five or six overs that when I was counting it down, which is just so demoralising for him. I mean, what did that look like on YouTube, Gary? Could you see the the, the extent of his hitting and the quality? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I say, those extra camera angles, uh, <laughs> where he, yeah. he put a couple of car parks and stuff like that and... Yeah. Uh, and then square of the wicket, I think he got a he, he got a couple yeah. of a, a slot yeah, sweeper, a, a short ball, or yeah. two, and uh, and that were at the time uh, Matt Stanny were on commentary as well. And um, so, <laughs> how did that go? Well, actually, it 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 were really good, really good listening because you were having a bit of banter with I think with their chairman at the time, and it were all good. It, there were nothing, you know, untoward. It were actually quite sensible stuff, and. And 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 then Frank had wandered past a couple of times talking about fireballs and Jaeger bombs and and that and <laughs> and, and but they, we got back to cricket and um, and that were good and Matt Stanley were actually pretty close on with with what he was predicting at the time when when right. you could just feel that obviously Blaze had set his stall like to try and rotate the strike and give it yeah. back to to the pro and. Um, um, and, it, and and then he just lifted off, didn't he? And it was it's seventy odd off the last yeah. five overs or something. And yeah. and yeah, you could see yeah. it. I mean, it didn't matter whether it were a full, short, wide, wide yeah. straight, whatever. He'd got yeah. his eye in by that time, and it were all it yeah. were disappearing. Yeah, without it, and you're you're hundred percent right, Barry. He'd worked it out. It was almost it's like watching T Twenty or the hundred cricket of county players working out. Right, I can hit this individual there, there, or there. And if I get yeah. it in that shot, that slot, that is where I'm going to hit it. And once yeah. he got in that uh, in that zone, 
you know, I, it was as good. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that you heard people say the same, Duke. They were talking about that is a similar sort of hitting that, that's not been seen since the like of Curti Azad and Collis mm. King, etc., etc. At the time, I thought, don't be ridiculous, because it was always so much better then. But the more yeah. I reflect on it, they're perfectly right. You know, it was proper, true hitting. You know, there was there was yeah, clearing. I mean, Dewhurst and 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 Ayman have bowled eighteen overs and gone for hundred and twenty nine. You know, and and probably yeah. not bowled that yeah. bad, especially you know Dewhurst. And you felt sorry for him because he yeah. he's probably like a pretty 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 good cricketer, pretty good bowler. Yeah. And yeah. um, it probably didn't really matter who we were going to be on. They were just they were going to go, and uh, yeah. it would just it would just how far really. Yeah, yeah, it was, and you know, the timing of it was so good. How he, you know he timed that in. And so, I, so I've got. I mean, again, Joe and Joe, jump in if because uh, I'm going to move on to to their innings. Then I'll, I'll bring you in in a minute, Joe Martin, just to see what the mood was like. But in my experience, and again, it's probably a lower ice doom and gloom because it always happened to us. Those last five or six overs, if you've been tated or the game has changed quite considerably, I, I've always found that we generally, you know, we lose two wickets in the first five overs. It's game over. We don't even get half of their score. And I thought that was going to happen to them. I thought they would absolutely beaten into the dust, no matter how good of players they were. But we're going to be upbeat. They're going to struggle like mad. What were the players' thoughts at that time, Joe? Once you know, once you've got in and they've clapped him back in and it's high fives. Uh, well, well, I think there's two things. First, that the pro innings was was brilliant. It was very, very good. But yeah, it's still it's it's still vitally important. That's of what Blaz adds to this team. The yeah. fact that yesterday he didn't. The, you know, the blessed of the last few years has been where he's been trying to, you know, hit it over the ropes and hit boundaries and that sort of thing. But yesterday it was, you know, it was rotating the strike and it was absolutely brilliant. And he's been very frustrated this year. He <laughs> really has with... With his cricket? How, yeah, I think so, with how he's battered. Um, and, but he's changed how he's trained for the past few weeks. Yeah. Uh, which I think has, I think has made a, a difference. Um, uh, and yesterday just kind of proved that he's still got so much to give to the team. I think. Yeah. But you know, there we go. It was, yeah. No, I would. You know, we. I, I agree with you. We can't praise Blaise enough. Um, but the pro playing that innings oh, is absolutely. is except, that that is what grinds. Clitheroe into the dust. Yeah, is... absolutely. Because I think after the, when they took when they take those wickets, they yeah. they would think if we can get them, if we can bowl them out now, or if we can stop them getting two hundred, we're, we're well in with the shot here. Definitely. But then for us to go even further past yeah. two hundred and then to the two hundred and fifty, when they've yeah. been in actually a really strong position, yeah, I think is, yeah, it know, is so. Without a doubt. So we're upbeat. I'm, I'm guessing we're 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 up there, ready for it. Did you get the impression they were they felt a bit downtrodden? I'm only asking that question, Joe, because I yeah. thought they handled the first ten overs very very well. Yeah, I don't think so. They go really, you know, Tom Lord is a really clean striker in the ball. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think they were. I don't think they thought they were out of the game at right. that time. 
Right. So, well, that's credit credit to them. That is real credit. You know, it's uh, it really is. So so you come out um, and Tom Lord, like you said, is uh, you know he, I thought he batted exceptionally well. I thought mm-hmm. that the the pressure that they were under, it, you know, were continuing. They were never not scoring at a, an average of around mm-hmm. four and over for the for the first ten overs or so. Um, and I, yeah, I didn't think Frankie, he, 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 almost like two decent balls bowling a good line. Um, you know, the length w- was there, but then all of a sudden would bowl one wide down the, the leg side and one wide down the offside. What what was the, the reasoning for that, do you think, in that open burst? I don't really know, to be honest with you. I think it's, it's one of those days. Well, I don't know whether people thought we were going to do an, how we bowled against Wallerton. Yeah, to be I honest with that. you, I think he's once in a, a long time kind of span yeah. bowling. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, it's a power play, and they were going to go hard at it. So yeah. they were going to, and they were going to flash hard and make yeah. some great, make some great shots. But yeah. I always thought that we were in with a, we were in with a chance. Uh, well, I'm going to ask that question. So as they were constantly getting the four and over, you know, they were never getting it, you know, certainly that first half of the game, it was never getting near six. You were still all upbeat, you were still happy enough. But Frankie and Joe didn't bowl as well as they had done before. The pro bowl came on and bowled. Um, You know, again, we can talk about how he bowled, but I just thought we're we're not stopping the runs here or getting the wickets that we possibly need to completely stuff them out of the game. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Their their scoring rate and also how our pro bowl. So I was nervous, not about how our pro bowl, because he, I thought he actually bowled up. I thought he bowled pretty well, actually. He changed his pace. Again, the way that they were batting, they were going to get some through the infield and they were going to hit some boundaries. Yeah. Um, but you know, we took. We, Got Ali Ross out, Francois LBW, and it was a yeah. good delivery. Um, and and then you know after that, you know they were still they were backing really well. I thought they they weren't up with the rate, but they were never too far behind it. But yeah. I think at some point they were going to have to try and push on a little. Yeah. More. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the middle of the innings, yeah, I'll, I'll come on to that because I agree with you then. That's when I think we'll take a little bit of control. Did you, what were your thoughts at that time, Duke? You know, I'm not normally someone who's thinking doom and gloom. Um, were you quite positive in that first third of their innings? Surprisingly so, because I am a bit of a, I'm a bit of a yeah. half-empty man. Um, but I just always felt that we would take wickets um, and... We had a very strong bowling lineup, even though we didn't have Toxie. We had five very, very good bowlers. Ben yeah. managed to get rid of a few overs from himself as well, which gave us that bit of wriggle room. And I yeah. felt Tom Lord, whilst he was obviously batting very well and striking a clean ball, he's a bit of a 30 40 merchant. Yeah, yeah. Usually go on and get 80. Yeah. And although I did once drop him in a league game when he was about 14 and he got he went he went on to get 80 that day. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of I 
I was obviously I wasn't comfortable, but I, I wasn't worried. Yeah, yeah. I was it coming across on the uh, on YouTube, Gary, and I'm and were the commentators take partaking in a glass or two? Was the commentary getting more uh, more entertaining? It was lively, yeah, and they had a um, they had a change in personnel for a while, I think, which. Um, Probably, the, let's say, didn't do themselves any favours. They didn't come across particularly oh, right. um, um, cultured, shall we say, oh, but right. Um, right. a bit more tribal in that sense. Yeah. But right. um, but on the cricket, I mean, I thought once Thomas, I, I thought Thomas Law, given he'd, he'd had a long bowling spell and uh, yeah. he, he finished um, he finished Sam Olsteads overs, didn't he? And um, yeah. and, and bowled a few overs. So I thought, well, he's opening up batting. Maybe that's a bit too much for him. And then when when he got to thirty or forty, and 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 whether that was because Sally Ross went went early doors because he never really got going, it did he? And I think mm. that were a, that were a good wicket. I don't know whether he yeah. felt a bit aggrieved uh, with his uh, with 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 the decision. He seemed I don't know. He, Anyway, um, so yeah, so I weren't sure about um, whether Thomas Law were really just going to go after it um, because he yeah. got his uh, he got in. Um, yeah. But again, I think another good wicket, a good timely intervention there because uh, yeah. if if him in the pro had uh, set the stall out again, you, before you know it, you're looking at under a partnership and 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 then we're thinking right, how do we change this up? How do we how do we yeah. get a wicket? Yeah, exactly. And then and and like you say, well, like Joe said earlier. If they're only one down, and you know, and they they need six, six and a half, seven and over off the last twenty, it's on. It really is on when they've only got one wicket down. It's it just whilst Gary's brought that up there. Does anyone know what happened with uh, their opening bowler Holstead? It seems strange to bowl nearly his ten overs. Idea, uh, a bit transparent that Jez. I think people can see through that comment. Uh, I've got a view on it. I think that, for those who don't know, Sam's been injured for a couple of weeks. He hasn't played. He didn't play on Saturday in the league game. I watched him warm up before the game on Sunday and he looked like he was struggling. But he managed to get through 9.3 overs, I think it was, and then went off and they had a subfielder already with his whites on waiting to come on. Right. Um, which I, I just I was a bit uncomfortable with. That. I felt that it was bending the rules a little bit to say that. Right. You know, he was able to bowl his nine, 9.3 overs. He didn't get through all 10. Yeah. Off with half and half to spare. And, the, you know, he was allowed a sub-fielder. The, yeah. I think the rule is if you if you go off with a pre-existing injury, you're not entitled to a sub-fielder. Is that correct? Yes, as far as I remember it, yeah, I think that is right. Unless it has changed. But it's difficult to, if he's bowled that many bowls, is it that injury? How do you ever prove that injury? I know what you're saying, dudes, but I think you're clutching at straws a little bit there. Okay, well, we'll agree to disagree. Yeah. I think it's one of those, I mean, isn't it? If you, if you, if you, if if, if he was fit and he's played and and with with the right intentions and the right um, um, ethics and morals, etc., then and, and and then something else has happened or whatever then then you feel you say okay you know tough luck but if you if you've gone in injured and everyone's going to know that and you're not going to hide it you know what does that say to like second team lads who might have been thinking they'd have had a sniff of a game or or whatever you know sometimes you're playing yeah. a da- dangerous game there i know there's a lot at stake but you're playing a pretty dangerous game with you know what message that sends out yeah yeah it, yeah it is and then the other point there is i'm assuming the fielder 
the subfielder who's all got his whites on, etc., is coming on. He's going to be a relatively youngish lad, a younger lad than than Holstead, and possibly a little bit better. But I believe he, I mean, he, he dropped a catch into their subfielder. Is that right, Joe? Yeah. yeah so that was that Johnny on Holstead. Yeah, dropped Johnny. Now I wonder if I think that was true. I mean, there were some comments towards the end about some people being on the pitch with 12 fingers. I wonder if, if he'd have had 12 fingers, he might have caught Johnny there, mightn't he? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so anyway, so we've got uh, got through the, you know, the first, the, their pros come in. Was, am I right in thinking, uh, Joe Martin, Finchie's got their pro, the first bowl, ball that Finchie bowls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolute stoners, I you know, yeah. he appeared to be, yeah, 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 out. really out. Yeah. I don't actually know what yeah. he tried to do. Um, no, it were, it just it's it swung in a little bit and it almost yeah. seemed like he tried to paddle sweep it or like ramp it a little bit, but he moved so far across, yeah, it was really straight, yeah, <laughs> it was proper out. Yeah, and he certainly, certainly wasn't whinging about it. I, I quickly had a look at that on YouTube. I don't know if you, you were watching live then, Gary. It was a straight, looked like it was two minds to which shot to play and then didn't really play any. Well, they, they just didn't feel like there were any need. No, no, no. No. I mean, no, you, you, if it comes off and you're making a statement and, and everything else, then fair enough. But, you know, like I say, at that stage, with, you know, a lot of the game to go, yeah. just didn't feel like there were any need. No, no, it was. Uh, also it, highlights, James, how valuable Finchie is. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. He gets good players out, gets yeah. pros out. He's done yeah. it, you know, a few times this year already. Yeah. So. Yeah, and he's he's very consistent in his Finchie. You know, you yeah. don't get. I know he had that that four wide, but you don't. You know what you're getting off him. He knows where he's putting it. He knows what what feels to set and. Finchie's never going to be one that's going to go for 80 or something off a ridiculous yeah. uh, spell of bowling. So then you've got the batter duos. That's Jack, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that, that come in. He's a great player, really good player. And um, But then you get him, you, ca- you catch him behind off your brother. Yeah. Just yeah. talk us through that, because I didn't really, I don't know if he, uh, how big a nick that was. It was quite a big nick, actually. Um, yeah. I think it's, you know, it's. I guess it's worth discussing. I haven't kept all too well this year. And I've tried to do a few different new things. I've gone back to having some one-to-ones at 27. Um, I've changed. Yesterday, I wore my um, 2018 Worsley Cup final gloves for the first uh-huh. time since then. I had them refurbished. Um, and it was just... Ones that have been they sort of bounced out all year, or well, I haven't actually had that chance before. I think about it, but yes, it just it was a quite a thick nick. It was a pretty good ball from Paddy, and it just stuck, and it was good. It was very good. It was it's yeah. a big, massive wicket, Jack, because he's a proper player. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and he's proper someone criticism. that would work around, you know, getting four and over himself, and and then can accelerate from it. And it's got I don't know if it was on the uh, the YouTube video, and if we can get a copy of it. But you two actually hugged, didn't you? You and your brother. I think we did. Yes, Sally was. I think it was out of surprise that I caught it. 
Yeah. It was funny because I was watching you both got hold of each other and you put you put each other down like I should be doing that. We don't like each other. <laughs> yeah, well yeah. it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy you, that. Paddy, we, we can't we can't I know we've skipped past Tom Lord's dismissal, but Paddy's director of Tom Lord was, was Oh yeah. No good point, uh, Gucci. Yeah, let's let's talk through that. Let's talk through that. Go on, Joe Martin. You're on. You're you're the closest to anyone. Just tell us. Uh, just describe how that went. So uh, it was hit towards uh, just in front of Point. I would say. Tom yeah. sets off. Now, Prost shouts no, but Tom is quite far down the track. So Paddy turns and gets hit direct hit. I think if he had I think he would have been out if even if it wasn't a direct hit, but. I think it, you know, that gives us a bit of momentum, actually, because yeah. at the start of the game, when we were fielding, Ben gave us two objectives, were, which were no more than 10 extras, yeah. and we're going to get one run out today. Yeah. And I think we achieved both of those, actually. Yeah, uh, no, that's good. But when things like that happen, it fills everybody up, and it yeah. makes them, you know, it gets them on the game. It's not like yeah. a an LBW, or I'm not saying that, you know, that's a bad thing, but it shows that everybody's on, you know, on, on the tours and stuff, on the tours. Yeah. And the crowd love it. The crowd, you know, the, you know, a really good run out like that, mm -hmm. it really gets yeah. the crowd going. And I think it's probably worth mentioning now, you know, the odd occasion that, you know, when they were bowling quite well and Heyman's on a hat trick and the banter that was going on, there were some Clitheroe fans that, that did make a little bit of noise and, and as soon as that type of thing happens, you've got your, what, three, four hundred lower ice fans who are all in that long side bit there and they're going mental and it, it must, it, it will affect the players. It will, it will lift you. Absolutely. Uh, and, it, yeah. and the support we had yesterday was incredible. It was really, yeah. it was, it was brilliant. Um, we, we even had support from other clubs. Um, yeah. Levi Wolfenden, Levi Wolfenden from church was there, was giving us a, giving a, big, right. was a huge leg up, giving lots of, um, that was good. That was, that was good to see. Yeah, yeah. There, were, there, were a lot of, there were a lot of love on YouTube as well on the uh, chat uh, that goes along the, with the stream. And there was uh, John Thomas from Walsden. Um, yeah. he, he was saying he just, he just didn't know which side to support the most. Um, yeah, it was very complimentary. And um, yeah, I think, he, you know, if he, wasn't, if he wasn't a Walsden player, I think we could look for, uh, for a new recruit. <laughs> Fantastic! Yeah, that's that's great. Thanks, John Thomas. Um, how did the uh, what was it like the comments on the YouTube bit, Gary? I saw them flying up, but I didn't see, uh, I didn't read any of them. It was quite good. Um, you know, I, I, there were because there were a lot of people. I think I think at one point it peaked at about three or four hundred watching. Now I don't know, right. if, like you know, all those were sort of reports. Whether it just still people on the ground as well, just having a having a snack. But but there yeah. were a few um, there were a few noticeable um, watchers from overseas. Shane Higgins. In really? um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, in Minneapolis, um, um, right. he, he was so um, he, he made himself um, known, and there were I think there were people in yeah. Greece and some some Greek islands watching and Cornwall and stuff like that. So it was all good fun initially, and then uh, and then yeah, one one chap just decided he was going to liven it up a little bit, but um, right. um, but yeah, right. it was so so yeah, it looked to be uh, quite a few watching there, which I think is, I think is great. You know, if you can't get to oh, that game is. and yeah. You know, you'd never say you you 
take away your ticket, you know, your gate receipts and, and turn up and watch a game for real. But um, if you, yeah. it's, it's a second best option, it were pretty good. I think they've set, they've set a precedent there, Clitheroe. I think they really set the bar in terms of I agree. It's good. Seeing, seeing that footage and how popular it yeah. was. Uh, yeah. I, I think other clubs have got to, got to follow suit now. Yeah, no, yeah, for definite, and and you're right, Gary. I don't think for one second it's going to reduce the gate receipts or anything like that. If people can get to the game and they want to get to the game, they will yeah, get there. Totally. But that's a great option. Again, maybe you know, just work on the commentary a little bit. See if you know, get that a little bit more professional might be uh, be a bit helpful. But but that's for the future. It's baby steps, I guess. Baby indeed, steps. Indeed. So, live and learn. So we get to. I'll just give you my thoughts here, Joe Martin. I'm sat with my brother Matt, and um, they're four down. And it, the game is not going to sleep, but the crowd are, are doing a little bit, you know, get on with it. You know, it, it's going slow. But those two lads, was it Mulligan and, and Dib? Yeah. They were in, they were, so five and six were in after Dewis were out in yeah. the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I just thought they were batting quite sensibly there. There was lots of overs left. Yeah. And they were regularly, they were getting four and over every over in singles and the odd boundary. Matt completely disagreed with me and he's clearly down right in what, he's, what he was saying. But I just thought if they kept it, you know, to five, five and a half, six, six and a half and over, we didn't lose any more wickets, we could have had a little bit of a problem there. Did the players think that at all, Joe? I don't think so. Um, the reason I, the reason I think that is so. Firstly, um, Mulligan and 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 Dib are two very good players. Sam's a very good right. player. Um, yeah. But I think going at four and five and over when you need yeah. six and seven and over is fine if you've still got the pro in. Yeah, and I don't. I'm not taking anything away from the amateurs because they're two really good yeah. players. Two very yeah. good players. But I think it, it gives it a different dynamic when the pro's in because you sort of expect him to be able to accelerate like yeah. our pro did and, and yeah. consistently hit boundaries yeah. and play the role. Whereas yeah. for an amateur to do it, I think it's a really tall order. Mm. And I think it's really difficult to do to consistently, to consistently, if you take the game to five overs left and you yeah. say six down instead of four down. And you, and then you're going for it, needing eight or nine and over. I think it's really tricky. I think it's really tricky with with when you've just got a match. Yeah, no, it's I a don't. good point that. Yeah, so you yeah. need someone still to get a, a good eight to and get the last forty in twenty five balls. Yeah, no, it's a yeah, good point. It just it might be just as I'm getting older, I just think you know, oh, cracky, we could do with another wicket here or or stop them getting four and over, and then the odd maiden, you know, we. Yeah, we had a slip I mean, in for a long time, and I was thinking, yeah. can we not get him out to point and and just stop those? We were giving him three singles and over, but as it as it turns out, you were right. Uh, Dutch, did you ever have those feelings that I were having, or were you quite comfortable at when those? Because they've put on, I think they've put on sixty-two on Jess. Yeah, sixty-two yeah. on. Did think, you have concerns? Well, we were working out where I think I was sat with you near near around this. Yeah. Needed about. Yeah. About 100 from the last 15 overs. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not, not, not unmanageable by any stretch. <clears throat> but I, I still, I still thought we'd, we'd take wickets. I was a bit worried about yeah. that actually. 
Um, yeah. I thought if this game goes a distance, we, we're going to struggle for light. But Paul Stanley, to his credit, rightly pointed out that probably never going to go the distance that that game. Things once once yeah. once we took a wicket, things started happening very quickly, which is what yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I wasn't really even when they needed a hundred from the last fifteen with Mulligan and yeah batting. I was yeah. thinking, did, he's a bit one pace. He's not really going to, is he going to be able to take Frankie apart? I don't yeah. think about Charlie Dewhurst and his batting style, but Kyle O'Connor's similar a bit to Dib. He's a, you know, he's a very good, yeah. he, again, he's not, is he going to tee off? Yeah. Yeah. Stuart Lemon, I know quite a bit about having played against him for a long time, but I don't think he's been in great form recently. So I, I fancied us really. I, as far yeah. as the finals go yesterday, yeah. From when we lost those four wickets for six runs, I, I yeah. yesterday was quite a stress-free day for me. Yeah, no, I agree. And then, then once we'd got that that breakthrough to get them five down, you know, they, they've 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 put up a, a, an effort. They faced you know eighteen balls, thirteen balls, but it was all downhill then. And like you said, Joe, um, you know that that game wasn't to finish till probably. Quarter to nine, nine o'clock. If we'd have got gone the overs, and it might have been difficult then, um, you know, so having to come back and play. So it was so good that uh, that we bowled them out and bowled them think, out. We did. I think what I felt there, Jez, during that period where you were saying, you know, maybe a lot there weren't a lot happening and and they were totaling on at four and five. I think Ben yeah. ma- actually managed like set the bowling up just really well there for the back end of the innings, just in case one of them got lucky and yeah. and, and got got. You know, a, f- a few clean hits in. He still had the pro. He still had Frankie, um, yeah. and, and even though even though Joey had, had, had gone for a few, um, but he still had options at the back end and yeah. some quite strong strong bowling. So, yeah. to, to I think to uh, I concur with everybody in the sense that you you know you weren't really panicking at that stage. You thought we had it in control. I think Ben did a real good job of just putting some contingencies, a bit of insurance at the back end there, just in case somebody got yeah. a bit lucky. Yeah, no, that good point. Uh, very it, good point. Yeah, it is a great point. And then when you look, you know, he bowled those four overs. I wasn't sure what he was doing early on there, but that gave him that license to, you know, and then just bowl Paddy and, and Finchy as he did. I know he brought Paddy back and he had a, he came back and bowled even better. But you've got those two Paddy going for 33 off his 10 and Finchy for 38 off his 10. Mm. Yeah, you're right. It leaves you with plenty of options at the end. I mean, um, those two bowling in tandem, gents. Really yeah. squeezed them actually, and I know yeah, we were, yeah. I know I was saying that you know they were going at four and five and over, and they were probably happy with that. In fact, I know they were. I spoke to yeah. the captain afterwards. Yeah. Um, but it, it it properly squeezed them because they weren't hitting yeah. boundaries. Yeah. I think Paddy got hit yeah. for one boundary, and that was his last. Yeah. That was the last ball of his of his last over. He yeah. Got hit for a boundary. Yeah, so, yeah, it, yeah, it really, was. It, it really squeezed them as a. Re, you know, it is. It's perfect. Is that's exactly what happened. And then, you know, it, we just we start to get in the wickets and it starts to get in a bit frantic. You know, the, the fans are almost on the pitch and and it is getting darker and it's getting all a bit, uh, you know, a bit heated. But then, I didn't have a Scooby Doo that Francois got after it to finish it off. Did anyone yeah. else? No, no idea. So you didn't as players? No. <laughs> no idea. Well, I'll tell you what the million-dollar question is then. Did Francois? No. 
So he didn't know he got an answer it. Oh, oh God, help me. I don't think, think you were, he, he were more surprised. I don't think he knows now. About <laughs> 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 how well did he come back and ball? Absolutely yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Compared fantastic. with, because he'd been difficult early on, he'd yeah. bowled fantastically well there. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. did. So it's the victories, the victories in the bag, joy. It was, it was fantastic to see. You know, how much it meant to you all as players and, and obviously the fans absolutely love it. You can't, you know, you can't have enough of winning. I'm not suggesting we've won so much over the last 20 years we're getting used to it, but you just can't have enough of that. The great occasions and they do remind everyone of what the club's about and, and you know, how how fantastically well ran it is. People getting emotional, Stan had a tear in his eye and, you know, and Iggy had a tear in his eye and, it was fantastic. So, I, what was it like in the dressing room afterwards, Joe, and the, the journey back? Well, it was um, it was you know it was it was a really amazing. We didn't really we, we weren't really in the um, in the dressing room to be honest with you. We were all outside and you yeah. know, speaking to all the people. And actually, I yeah. think with all everything that everybody's been through with COVID and all the yeah. lockdowns, yeah. The fact, might sound a bit soppy, I guess, but the fact that you could actually kind of hug people and stand next to them, and you know, share something that was that was brilliant. Yeah. So it makes you realise how much you enjoy playing yeah. cricket and that sort yeah. of thing. So I think it was it was it was brilliant. It was really really good. Um, so they all went back on the bus. Yeah. You know. And tidied the dressing rooms. <laughs> Good lad. Um, put stuff in the bin and that sort of thing. Uh, and then and then drove back. And then I would say the best part of winning any, obviously the game and everything's great, but the best part of winning any cup is when you walk, you park up and you walk back up the drive up to the clubhouse and all the lower house fans are there and they start singing and chanting, and it's genuinely amazing because the noise that they create is, is, is brilliant. And the walk up and as you walk in, it's really hard to explain what it what it feels like. But you're a bit proud, you know, that you that these people are really happy and you you've sort of given them some, a good winter, I guess. Yeah, let let me just try and describe it to to the listeners what was going on there. All the fans had uh, had got back to the club on the two double decker coaches that had taken the fans over. So you've got to say probably hundred between hundred about hundred twenty fans, hundred fifty fans have travelled over together, taken a beer or two, and then come back. And the vast majority have come into the club and they've arrived before the players, so they're all ready happy and singing and the bar staff have done a fantastic job. Gary, it was fantastic yeah, to see. I should have got a picture of this. They'd, they'd half filled probably 80 pint glasses of really? beer beer and lager. So as soon as everyone came in, people weren't waiting. So you imagine yeah. that in our day, we'd have been arguing who's <laughs> turned it was to go behind that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 it was, well, and everyone's falling And we, de- and we definitely want to and we definitely wouldn't have had 80 glasses to our fill, I'll tell you that for nothing. 
that's right. No, we'd have run out of beer and glasses. And so as each player came in, I think, you know, Finchie's played a lot. He's seen a lot. He's been there. He was the first one in, and I'm just sat in the corner of this. And I walked, and he came in. He was like, it was like a little schoolboy. He came in all in his whites with his cap on. Really? And he's like, yeah, and his sliders. Yeah. And they all just bust out singing. And he looked, and it was a bit like, do I take my cap off? Do I wave? What do I do? <laughs> yeah, it was one of those moments that were a bit surreal. So it, it's good that you, you know, the, the players enjoy that, Joe, and that, you know, the fans certainly yeah. did, you know, greeting you like that. It was great. I thought it was great for Finchie. The point about Finchie was great that when that happened, when he walked through, he was the first one back. He had his two kids with him. Yeah, that's right. And obviously Leanne as well. But Archie's now old enough to know what's, what all that's about. And he's obviously cricket mad. And he's yeah, not yeah. and he's been there watching and yeah. he's bowling all day while the game's going on. And he walks through and his dad gets that reaction. Yeah. Reception at Laura House. He'll probably remember that just as much as Finchie will. Yeah, yeah, their memories, their memories that you take forever. And then I saw after it had all happened, just a bit of an aside, um, Shelley Heat teaching Finch's daughter how to, is it called twerking, when you twerk your bottom? I don't know, Jez, what, what is that? Can you give us a demonstration of it? I know that it's... <laughs> I can't really. <laughs> I can't really. I can't Finchie were going mad. Don't do that. Stop doing that, will you? Stop doing it. So, so then when you, as the as the rest of the team came in, Joe, it really meant that much to you, did it? You got a bit emotional then before when we were. Well, I think it. I don't know whether they know how much we kind of appreciate the fact that they come and watch us. Yeah. And because you, you know, you think, why do you want to come? But. I guess that's the there has been a connection, isn't there, between the team and or the, yeah. the playing teams, if you like, and, yeah. and the supporters. Yeah. And these aren't just parents who, you know, no. come down with the kids no. and are watching family play. No, mm. they, you know, these are, you know, Lorax locals and further and from further yeah. afield, they've got a real affinity yeah. with the club and a connection with the players and, yeah. and feel feel yeah. the down times as much as celebrating the up times. Yeah, 100%, Gary, you, you're so right. They are, and it, it, it's strange and cracky, this is certainly not a criticism, but the amount of faces that, you know, I hadn't seen for a while from going back to when Duke were captain and, and Charlie were captain and we were winning the league and, and Cubs, and you, you couldn't remember, you could look and thinking, cracky, that's so-and-so, and that's so-and-so, you haven't seen them for, for, for five or ten years, but they still love it. The songs are brilliant. They're still exactly the same songs. <laughs> it's like rolling back from your dad, Gary, and they were all singing these same songs, and you all know the words, and you love singing them. It was, yeah. uh, it, was it was phenomenal. Um, and the pro seemed to enjoy it, Joe. Joe Martin, he seemed to get get stuck in, and we're having a few drinks. Um is there any, you know, sucking gin out, gin out the words of the cup at the end of the night, I believe? Have you any stories around that? And what happened this there. morning? Um, I wasn't there because I knew that I'd be up early, taken to the airport. So I yeah. left at about 20 to 12. Yeah. And I could, you know, at least get a few hours sleep. A few hours sleep. Yeah. So, you know, I yeah. put Dad's army on and I were more well away. But then yeah, well, he picked was... him up and uh, yeah. I don't know if he'd been to sleep. <laughs> he, he, didn't, he didn't look like he'd been to sleep. 
<laughs> Good luck. It's not a bad thing. I hope you got off plane. Yeah, I did. I mean, yeah. I, um, I, he didn't know. He, he didn't quite know where his terminal was until he checked. Right. Didn't know where he was going when he got out of the car. <laughs> you know where you're going. Oh. No, I'm sure I'll find my way. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> No, it was. It was uh, a fantastic end to uh, to oh, to a really, the, really good day. The other thing about the pro was that I think it, it's kind of a two-way thing, but it's fantastic that he feels comfortable enough to come back. With, I know he, I know he, he played a massive part in the game, but he feels comfortable enough to come back and celebrate with us. And yeah, yeah. the reception from the fans and was brilliant. Yeah. No, they were having selfies with him, and, and that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Which yeah. He, I don't. I, I think his perception of the club is will be will be great, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's only a positive thing. Because you know, some pros they might have finished the game, won the game, and yeah, gone home. Yeah. But, yeah, know, absolutely. Stay behind, yeah. and it's great. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I'm just, I mean, as we've just been chatting now, he obviously is. Uh, he has made it. Home, or well, he, well, he's he's made it wherever he was going because he has been retweeting and liking some of the tweets from the lower house fans. They've just been coming up now, so at least he's done that. Whilst we're on about the um, social media, I find it quite bizarre, really. Last night and and during the day, you know, we've had a, this little bit of success, and the, you know the social media. I can understand now why footballers and cricketers and pop stars get get a little bit aggrieved at some of the tweets that have been going on. Has anyone else seen? Some of the, you know, the, the the tweets saying that we're, you know, we're, you know, we 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 rubbish. We we might pay players. We might do this. Anyone else read anything around that? I've seen a few bits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there was one. I don't. I don't know what. Uh, I think he called us arrogant. Like uh, I think he was called Neil Neil Crooksbury or something, saying that we're really arrogant. Both club, both sides are, are, are arrogant, and he. It just took me back to playing for me and Blaise playing for the last forty odd years or so, where we did, we worked virtually on the same field as some players from Burnley and Aslington and East Langton, and we put up with it then. So now we've won, you know, three or four trophies in the last few years. I think it, we we can be proud of uh, of what we've achieved. What's your thoughts, Joe Martin, on the social media side of it? Is it a little bit? I don't really engage in social media, to be right? With you. But at the same time, I think. I do wonder why people think it is fine to just post things out there and make comments about things that yeah. if they don't really have any involvement, you know, they don't, nobody really cares what, you know, to begin with, but it's kind of unnecessary at the same time because I don't, I don't know what they get from it. They can't feel good about placing clubs or or that kind of thing. I, I don't. That's just my kind of perception of it. But I just think it's just a waste of time. Why would you? Why would you do? Why would you go on something that is kind of actively promoting something, or you're trying to just do something negative? Surely that can't be good for you. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly, but it might be the way, their way of. You know, venting off whatever they need to yeah, vent off. Yeah, the, the beauty of it is, is that you know we we certainly don't take it to heart. You know, we we you know, take it tongue in cheek as long as there's nothing 
that's getting real personal or, or derogatory or, you know, against the law or whatever, you know, we'll laugh and joke about it. If people want to, you know, tweet us on the house cast and discuss it, then we'll discuss it. But we can have a laugh and joke about it. We've got the book. Um, it's interesting. The pros just sent a tweet within the last hour. I'll just read it out for everyone. Uh, a big thank you to Atlaw ICC for having me for the day. Really was one amazing day with so much love for the game. Brilliant to be part of amazing support. All I can say is follow, follow, follow the blue and yellow boys, <laughs> a champion club. What a lovely fella. Superb, superb. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. That's brilliant. That's great. We're trending on Irish Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll be all over it. Yeah, um, that's great. So, lads, so we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, you know, very soon. We'll just go around, see if there's anything else we want to discuss and just talk through. The fans might be interested in Joe Martin. You normally go last. Is there anything you want to just bring up? Nothing from me. I don't think. No. Have you got the radiator really on? Have you got the uh, radiator on in that room? Uh, no. You've took your gloves I've got, off. Is... I've got five jumpers on. Because <laughs> I've been coaching and it rough right, right. uh, So I'm a, I'm a bit hot now after an hour and a half. Right. Joe, thanks very much for giving us the insight of the, the way it is for the players. This, the fans really enjoy it to hear it. There's nothing controversial there. Like I said, we're not trying to be be smart or anything, but the players do like to to know what goes on in the dressing rooms and the build-ups, so thanks very much for that. And to you, Duke, is there anything you want to add before we finish up? No, that's all good, Jess. Yeah, good lad. And again, you know, you and Matt Stanley, a sterling job in pulling all that together. I know the grief you were going through and yourself, what decision's right, what decision's wrong, but I think at the end of the day, win or lose, you know, the club are always supporting volunteers like yourself, so thanks very much. Uh, Gary, from afar, thanks for you, the input around the YouTube. That was really interesting. You know, we didn't see much of it. You've obviously enjoyed it, and we've had some banter about the the various comments. And um, and I don't know if you have twelve fingers down and down where you are now, whether the other two have fell off. But uh, but thanks for coming on. Anything you want to add before we finish up? <laughs> uh, no, Jez, you were brilliant. He just uh, yeah. it, it was a great day yesterday, and. Uh, yeah. Um, as much as I could be involved from this sort of distance, it was brilliant. Yeah, um, uh, congratulations, Joe. Um, well, well, thoroughly well earned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks very much for that, Doris. So, everyone, I hope you enjoy that. We've got a few other episodes that we're planning now. We've had a, you know, a, a trip away after we won the the award from Lanks Cricket. So, we want to talk about that. We've got some guests being lined up for towards the end of the season and, and into winter. We hope to carry this on. For as long as uh, you all enjoy listening to it, the feedback's fantastic. In fact, we had some conversations yesterday, Joe Martin, about trying to get some females on that we're desperately trying to get on, but they're uh, they're not forthcoming. There's only what there's only two yesterday who wanted to come on. Did you, any comment on that or not? One of them would be acceptable. One of them would be acceptable. Right. Well, well, your sister, you know, I, I agree. Well, we'll see. We'll see as it goes. No, we, we won't. Uh, as we'll see. Uh, so anyway, thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget, subscribe to the, the Housecast and like it and spread the word. And uh, thanks for listening. And uh, goodbye.
to save the hunt.